0: There we go. Okay. Three, two... Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kerr Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, partly broadcasting from beautiful Cocoa, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today is Gretchen Men, who is a great guitar player. She's from the Bay Area in California, and Gretchen plays so many different types of music, from Metallica to Mozart, from Jeff Beck to Beethoven, and uh, she has some really great music, and she's, uh, r- r- I guess, you could call guitar heroine and we're so blessed and honored to have Gretchen here to kind of explain you know what she does well she's awesome on guitar but to tell us a little bit about you know her music history so first of all Gretchen why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your musical history and where do you think your love and passion for playing the guitar comes from? Oh well thank
1: you so much for that nice introduction um Music was always something I think my family valued. I remember both of my parents playing everything from Bob Dylan to Beethoven, and um, my mom loved like old musicals and the ballet and opera and things, so my sister and I had a lot of musicals, just exposure from mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. as early as I remember. And I think the guitar just became um, the type of music that I was listening to, and um, so, yeah, I think
0: that's what got me into to the guitar, at least. Oh, great. Uh, so as we mentioned, uh, Gretchen, that you try to, uh, you know, play a lot of different types of music, and we mentioned the classical. I know that myself and a lot of people always think that's cool when a, gu- when a guitar player can play classical music. But, I mean, did that come early on in your career? Or is that something that you started playing later? Or-
1: No, uh, Classical was where I really got my my real start, and I've always loved a wide variety of music. I have a wonderful teacher, or got to study with a wonderful teacher, Philip DeFrémery, and um, just, you know how a great teacher can just transform your whole path in life? And not to say that I wasn't very in love with the guitar before taking lessons, but I, I think it would be hard to overstate how important having a great teacher can be. So, defemory definitely helped me cultivate an early, deep, deep love of classical guitar.
0: So we mentioned about the different genres, Gretchen. So, I mean, do you try to cover just about uh, everything or is, is rock a big part of what you do or?
1: I definitely, I, I, I've covered some things, but I don't consider myself even though my sort of fun day job is honoring the music of Led Zeppelin with Zeparella, I don't do a, a lot of covers, actually. The, the majority of my time is spent composing and working on my own music, which obviously doesn't have the same reach as covers, so it's, it's easy to get... Um, It's easy for one's own music to get upstaged by something that gets more visibility on the internet. But I I mean, I've done everything from some Deep Purple to actually some Django Reinhardt. I love Gypsy Jazz. In fact, that's what I was working on this morning. Um, So I like so many different types of music.
0: Oh, great. So yeah, let's, Gretchen, let's talk about, you know, so your original music that you, you write and compose. So how, how how do you usually start? I mean, what is the process from you? I mean, is there a certain time? Does it start with a melody or you just take the whole thing mm-hmm. from scratch? Or?
1: That's a great question. Um, I don't have a specific flow or any sort of, um, uh, Rules. I, li- I like trying anything and everything. Sometimes it'll come up, it'll be as nebulous as a concept of, you know, how do I uh, evoke musically the sense of being in limbo. Um, other times it'll be truly just playing around on my guitar and finding something that I find interesting or, or beautiful and elaborating from there. Sometimes it'll be wanting to try out a new harmonic movement that um, I, I love to study and I continue to study um, various composers and sometimes I'll be looking say at a score of Ravel or Debussy and I'll notice oh I really love this harmonic mu- movement maybe I can try something like this on the guitar So sometimes I'll you know take an idea or the the seed of an idea from, from someplace else and then see how I can translate that into my, my own voice so I, Anything and everything, I try it.
0: (laughs) Oh, so I I mean, for you, you know, usually I, you know, ask uh, songwriters about, you know, if there's a lot of changes, you know, between when you write a song and record a song, but as an instrumentalist, is there a lot of changes too? Uh, A lot of changes, you mean uh,
1: when you start the the uh composition process versus right. the finished product. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, definitely. Um, my dad is a, a writer, and I always think, I don't know whether this is actually his, but I remember him, you know, he says it a lot, is there's no vision like revision. So I, I'm a reviser, and I, I like, I mean, not not to the point of uh, taking away the initial spirit that something was conceived in, but um, but but especially if you're writing music that's more compositional, that in some cases more intricate, you know, if you're dealing with counterpoint or imitation or, you know, different, um, different tools that composers use. Sometimes that does take time and reconsideration. And um, yeah, I'm not afraid to, to give every piece the amount of time I think it needs. And the number of revisions Mm -hmm. I think it needs before I feel like it's uh, developed into what I had hoped.
0: So I mean with these these songs I mean these are a lot of times ideas that you, I mean when you get a song you try to record it right away or do songs sometimes sit in the waiting process? Or, uh,
1: Yeah definitely. Um, some ideas um, manifest themselves more quickly. Others take a little bit more problem solving um, and I found that that one isn't necessarily better for, than the other in terms of results. Um, and often you can't, you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell. Sometimes things that seem very intricate, um, even if it took more time to get all the notes on a page, still might have felt a certain amount of creative flow in the process of doing it, where sometimes something that seems really simple can can create its own or, or can but forth its own problems and puzzles, so uh, yeah it it there isn't one specific answer that applies to everything that I've written
0: Oh, so I mean when you writing a song I mean do you kind of can feel you know the, the the mood I mean do you necessarily start okay I'm gonna write this type of song uh, uh, you know with this type of mood or these type of chords or is it more organic you like you were saying you just kind of feel it out or
1: yes to both um absolutely sometimes it it it. All, I, the way I see it is the we as human beings are such complex creatures and You know, you. I don't think that it's. uh, I don't think that writing from one particular place is better than writing from another. There, there's some compositions that are clearly very intellectual that can be fascinating, and there's some that are very visceral, but maybe not. That don't have the same degree of, um, say, compositional sophistication that are also just amazing. So, um, I like trying to do both and to develop my my voice as fully as possible in every respect you know intellectually and also in terms of just from a purely visceral and emotional perspective as well
0: and you're for you you know you you write you know write these guitar parts but i mean do you ever vision like how the drums or the bass or the you know you know the second guitar i mean all these other parts come in or does that come later in the process
1: Oh no, that's all part of the process. Um, for me, in my own material, I, I write for every instrument, oh.
0: um,
1: including uh, in, including basic sketches for the drums. I mean, I, I have a very great relationship with my drummer Thomas Perry, and he, I feel like, always understands where I'm going very well. But but even so, I will often sketch out drum ideas and then say, "Here's here's where I'm going with this. Make make it." make it your own but but everything else no I, I um I work in Sibelius which is a scoring program and so um yeah everything like for the the string bass guitar uh piano all of that um is part of something that I've scored and arranged
0: oh wow so so the so that's uh, great so I mean that's so you're saying that's for the recordings you do that then
1: uh, well, part of the con- before I record, okay, I have everything written out in right. score form. Oh, right. Okay. So the notes yeah. on the page, um, and that's also that's a great way to um, you know to to really look at things and hear things um, before you've committed to to recording them. I mean, once you get into a recording studio, that's time and money, and and it's really nice if you can go in being absolutely sure of what you're hoping to achieve but, but that's also with a particular type of music that I'm writing and there's certainly a, a lot to be said for you know just writing a good rock tune and just telling your bass player and drummer to play what they feel like playing it's not but I've never done that but I think the things that I've been more involved in recently are more compositional.
0: Oh great so yeah so you're you're saying that you you play both leads and and, and rhythm so that that must be interesting huh, to to work all that out together huh oh well i
1: mean it everything can be a challenge if you let it um but i mean both in Zapparella as well as in my trio, I'm the one guitar player, so I better be. I better be able to do both, or yeah. at least try to do both.
0: Okay, okay Gret- uh, Gretchen. So I want to talk about these nice songs that uh, uh, our audience is listening to, and you can tell us about them. So let's see here. Oh, okay. Ol- is it Oleostrut? Leo Strut? Oh Ol- Leo Strut.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Can you tell um, us about that- it?
1: Sure. Um, that was from my first album. Um, the album's called Hail Souls. And that was the second single that was released from it. And that features John Mater on drums and the incomparable Stuart Hamm on bass. So Stuart Hamm has played with, you know, Joe Satriani and, you know, so many of my guitar heroes that um, being able to do something that really, uh, I wanted to write a, a I wanted to have him be very featured in, in the piece, and that's why there's a, you can hear there's a trading lick section in the middle of it, of the bass just going crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that, that's
0: a Leo strip. Okay, and the next song is Shadows. Can you tell us about this one?
1: So Shadows is the first track of my second album. Um, the album is based on Dante's Inferno, and the album is called Abandon All Hope, and the intention is to evoke that journey through the underworld that the story talks about, and so Shadows is the introductory track where Western music to its simplest form is about tension and release, and if limbo is inherently about only tension, how does one write a piece of music that sounds like a piece of music? but doesn't give you the, the resolution that we, we expect. So that was a fun creative challenge, and it's, it's one that I often encourage other people to try to take, is that when, when a concept forces you to try new creative solutions, you can write something that you might not otherwise ever have written. So that's what limbo
0: is. Oh, great. So, yeah, those are uh, three uh, songs there. So, I mean, how how many albums and how many songs have you have out there?
1: Um, I have two albums that are purely solo albums. In terms of albums I have played or guested on, I, I, I don't know. There have been quite a few um, with... Uh, with Zepparella, we have some live recordings available and then I've done you know various other um, collaborations and bands that have done you know one cd or something like that but um, really two solo albums
0: oh so uh Gretchen I want to talk about this Zepparella. so basically this is a uh a female-led Zeppelin cover band then Mhm- oh great great and uh so you so is this you know something you considered different I mean you feel, feel this fits into the whole scheme of what you're 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 doing pretty much
1: um, well, it fits into the scheme in as much as it's a very fun way to pay rent right um, and to work with people I love working with and to get to honor some of the music that made me want to play the guitar. Um, I, I understand that the type of music that I write and I'm and inclined to play um, has never had widespread popular appeal except for maybe in some very rare, rare instances. Um, so Zepperella allows me to play guitar with people I love, playing music I love, and, um, and not resent it as sort of a day job. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, the other um, musicians in the band, I think, feel similarly, which is a very genuine, very passionate connection to the music of Led Zeppelin and a desire to deliver it in a way that, that we hope resonates with people who love it as we do.
0: Oh, so Gretchen, does everyone in the band then have their kind of own solo career like you do, or?
1: Yeah, yeah, all of them have wonderful music that they they do uh, independently and write and record.
0: Oh, great. So you mentioned that, you know, that, you know, your day job, you're you're pretty busy with that. But I mean, as far as your own performing, we've, and we'll get to this a little bit later, we've seen videos of you pef- performing uh, too. But I mean, as far as your, your own music, do you have a chance to get out there and perform it a lot or?
1: Uh, definitely a bit Zepperella tends to be very busy so I try to carve out the time for my own things I mean well obviously right now we're not <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, and unfortunately yeah I was uh, was supposed to be in the UK last weekend and I was uh, supposed to be in Germany uh, with my, my solo project and had some shows lined up with Neely Brosh and Jennifer Batten but, um, but the music industry is very um, resilient in a lot of ways. And so rather than uh, going out and playing, which I definitely do with my solo project, um, it's given me a lot more time for writing. And actually, Jennifer Batten, Neely Brosh, Vicki Genfin, and I are, are all teaching an online guitar camp, um, August 7th through the 10th, called Guitar Cloud Symposium which you can find just at just GuitarCloudSymposium.com, and it's the four of us all teaching topics that we're most passionate about via Zoom. So uh, so it's not touring, but we're still busy doing music in various aspects of music.
0: Oh, that's that, That's great. So, I mean, for, for for now, then everything was pretty much canceled and nothing was really rescheduled then, huh?
1: Well, no. A lot of stuff has been rescheduled, but I think it's with the um, the understanding that right now there's so much uncertainty. Right. And my feeling is, I don't mind being cautious. The I think about what the what weight it would have on me if if me going out and playing a show resulted in somebody came to the show like you know getting ill. I, I just would never want. I would never want anybody to get ill on my account Um, and so I kind of feel like well I'm perfectly happy adjusting adapting um, becoming uh, a more involved educator and getting time to practice and to write more of my own music during this kind of unprecedented time So, um, so yeah I mean we'll see things have been rescheduled but I don't know I don't know if it's going to happen. I know we had some shows rescheduled for October, which, you know, back in April sounded like forever away, but now it seems like, oh, I don't know if that's really likely to happen. So we'll just have to wait and see.
0: So for you, Gretchen, uh, individually, have you had a chance to do any of this, like Facebook live performances or?
1: I just did one last week, as oh. a matter of fact. It was terrifying. <laughs> but, um, I've, uh, it's funny how it, it. there can be something... It, the unfamiliar is, I guess, what can be like, scary. Because it's like, I'm not scared to get up on stage in front of a whole bunch of people. And yet, you would think that performing in the comfort of your own house would be like so easy. But in, if you haven't done it, it's really easy to have... You know, just to feel uncomfortable, to be apprehensive. Um, so, I did do it. Um, it was through um, the Women's International Music Network and Parade Magazine. I think that I think it's still up online somewhere, on the internet.
0: <laughs> oh, and do you have any plans of like doing any more of those, or?
1: Um. Well, right now, the uh, the, the projects that involve me, kind of like doing stuff online, is the thing right. that I mentioned with um, right, yeah. the teaching with Jennifer Batten and yeah. Neely Brush and Vicky Genfin. Um And then I'm also part of um, sort of this international collaboration event called Another Night on Earth and that's happening at the end of August and involves collaborations with guitarists from all, all over the world performing, you know, remotely in duets. Um, because of latency issues, we can't do it in real time. But... Um, but we're trying to keep it as you know genuine and authentic as possible. And I have a new piece that I wrote for that. And I'm getting to work with some people I just admire so much. Um, just amazing guitar players, amazing composers. Uh, Stephen Mackey um, is brilliant. And Joe Gore and Daniele Gotardo and uh, Gigi, this um, amazing classical guitarist and just uh, just an incredible group of people. So that that's coming up at the end of August. And in the meantime, I, I, yeah, I'll do it again online. I don't have anything planned right now just because my, my calendar is bizarrely full. You would think with all gigs canceled it'd be <laughs> quiet. But like I said, the resilient music industry is like, okay, we're shifting gears. Videos, we need videos, online performances, education. So um, yeah, there's a lot to do still.
0: Okay, uh, Gretchen, so I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, your social media and your website and all that. So, first of all, do you have a website?
1: I do, Gretchenmen.com.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And now, we were talking about, you know, Facebook Live, so you, you have a Facebook page, too, then?
1: I do. Um, my musician page is uh, just, uh, like, Facebook.com backslash Gretchen Men guitar. My personal page, which is just under my name, Gretchen Men, I think, is full. I don't think I can add any more people there, but um, but I'm a- I'm active on both.
0: Oh, great! And I'll just I'll just mention uh, to our audience that's listening to this that you are you. There was a song uh, on Facebook of you doing a Mozart uh, performance then. I think so. Uh, I saw it somewhere.
1: Mm, <laughs> let me see. Um, oh, there's a Bach one. Maybe you mean. The- oh,
0: no, yeah, Bach. I'm getting them confused.
1: Yes. An equally amazing composer. Yeah, yeah. Uh- yeah, I did, um, if it's the one that I did on the Sadowski guitar, Yesu, yeah. Joy Man's Desiring, that was, like, right at Christmas time.
0: Oh, okay. So, I yeah. mean, do you do a lot of, uh, like, classical Facebook videos like that, or? Uh,
1: I, I, not a, not a huge amount. There's, I think, because I do so many different types of guitar, or I like so many different genres, I don't do as much as if I were fully invested in one area. Um, but I actually have, I have another, actually two more videos on classical guitar that are going to be coming out. One, one of them for the project I mentioned, Another Night on Earth, and another one that's going to be released in conjunction with Acoustic Guitar Magazine, um, that'll be a Bach piece.
0: Oh, and, you know, you're mentioning about, you know, doing the video around Christmas time. And I have to ask, do you have any interest in doing a Christmas-type, uh, uh, you know, album?
1: You know, I haven't really thought about that. Um, I, would, I would I would, say not a, a huge interest, but right. not, not because of <laughs> lack of interest. I think more just because there's... It, there have been so, so many incredible, incredible uh, arrangements and beautiful renditions of like some of the music is so very beautiful that I think I, I would, I would be interested only if I felt like I had something that I could add to it or, right. or, or bring to it. And I mean, even then it's like a lot of times I I'll do a cover of something thinking like, mm-hmm. you know, what could I possibly add to all of the amazing stuff that's out there? And I, I guess wh- where I, often land is thinking well if if um if me playing a django reinhardt piece piece gets some uh you know some rock fans into gypsy jazz then then they can go and discover the really authentic gypsy jazz players and and i and i haven't done anybody any harm in the process
0: (laughs) oh great great and so i mean as far as youtube goes then do you have a channel there or
1: I do, yeah, just under my name. The great thing about having a name that's very uncommon, the only other Gretchen Men that I'm aware of, I think, in the world, is my aunt. And you're, you know, nobody's likely to confuse the two of us. Um, she doesn't have a YouTube channel. So I think if you just search just under Gretchen Men or YouTube.com backslash Gretchen Men. Oh, great. And my website has links to everything. So. But basically everything's under just my first and last name.
0: Oh great! So Gretchen, if people like to you know purchase the, this music, music, I mean, can they go like uh, they have digital downloads or everywhere music is sold? Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't have my second album on Spotify, um, and the reason is Spotify doesn't really pay artists very much at all and two is because it was intended to be and is intended to be a concept album meaning listened to as an album not as part of sort of a random you know playlist of other stuff I mean not to say that you couldn't enjoy it that way but I I wanted to have it be at least encouraged that people listen to it as an album and if anybody buys stuff from my website I'm a I'm a one-woman show over here, so you get a thank-you note, and you get signed and personalized CDs. Or if you go um, and download either of the albums through my website, um, that's through Bandcamp, and it allows for higher uh, resolution of the music, so it's not as compressed as an MP3. And, um, And you also get the album art, which I think, especially for the second album, is really an essential part of it. So you get a PDF download of the album art.
0: Oh okay Gretchen so you mentioned about the second album so are you working on the third album now or
1: I am in fact I've, I I'm I've had a lot more time to work on it recently as well so yeah I'm well into my third album
0: Oh okay so so that that's going uh, good and uh, I mean you have any idea when that when, when it's all going to be complete or you'll just see uh,
1: well, I'm, I'm quite resolved that it's going to be completed this year. Oh. Um, and so on one hand, it's nice to have the time to be doing the writing. Um, on the other hand, even though I do have a, a home studio set up, I, I wouldn't opt necessarily to record an entire album all by myself at home. It's, it's nice to actually have an engineer who truly knows what they're doing as opposed to You know, for me, I can get by, but it's nicer, especially when you're trying to do an album, to not be trying to produce it at the same time as you're trying to perform it. Um, But if I need to, then that'll be another skill that I that I get to learn. So, Um, and the pieces, um, it's a departure from my second album. My second album that has, you know, string quartet and is much more densely orchestrated. This one's going to be pretty much almost exclusively for solo guitar with perhaps one or
0: one or two duets oh great so yeah we definitely uh, look forward to that okay uh, Gretchen you know we really appreciate uh, your time oh yeah before we uh go that so I mean as far as all of you know your projects I mean as far as all your performances you know if there will be any then you post that on Facebook and your website and all that then
1: I do, I do. I try not to like completely spam people with stuff, you know, like I won't post about something like, you know, 80 times, but if there's, you know, I, I, I post about the things I'm involved in and the things I'm excited about. I'm also on, on Instagram. Um, but, um, what I would say is if anybody wants to really be kept up to speed, um, you can, I think, turn on like notifications on YouTube and, um, or go to my website.
0: Oh, okay. Great. Okay, uh, Gretchen, any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here?
1: No, I would just say thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and really hope everybody's staying, you know, make staying safe and healthy and happy. I know that it's, um, it's been a very unexpected year. Um, so I always tell people like, Just take good care of yourself and and the people you love.
0: Great. Okay. Uh, Thanks so much, uh, Gretchen. And if you could give your website one final time, please.
1: Sure. Yeah. It's GretchenMen.com and that's spelled G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N-M-E-N-N.
0: Okay. Okay, my guess. thanks so much, Gretchen. My guest has been Gretchen Bennett. You've been listening to the Mike Carra Radio Program, uh, What's Up America? And please catch us again next time. Okay, that sounded uh, good there. Let me just stop this. But Great. Yeah, I'm glad uh, we could...